0: You're listening to SuperPod Recession-Proof Your MSP, presented by SuperOps.ai, where we ask experts, analysts, and business owners what MSPs need to do now to recession-proof their MSP and keep their foot on the growth pedal. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this special edition of uh, SuperPod Recession-Proof Your MSP. I am Radhika Nair, and I am SuperOps.ai's in-house storyteller. And today, I'm really excited to have here with me, Ian Luckett and Stuart Warwick. They are both the founders of the MSP Growth Hub. Ian has over 20 years of experience as a mentor, coach, and business strategist. Stuart is an MSP-specific business coach, creator of the Scale with Confidence model, and founder of the MSP Mastery Program. And they are going to talk to us about how MSPs can survive challenging times by being a great leader. Welcome, Ian and Stuart. So glad to have you both here.
1: That was great to uh, great to be here. Thanks for having us. It is indeed. It's a it's a privilege to join the superpod.
0: Yes, and really excited to uh, you know discuss this with you because uh, you know leadership is something that is important at all times. But I guess in times of uncertainty, that is what will uh, you know differentiate the uh, the good ones from the bad. So I, uh, but before we get into the topic itself, I wanted to also understand from you, considering you do spend a lot of time with MSPs, you know, what has the uh, recession been like to MSPs so far? Everyone says MSPs are recession proof. This is the industry wisdom. Is that something (laughs) that you are seeing as well? Um,
1: I I think... um from from my point of view i don't think, i don't think any business is recession proof um and we'll cover off i'm sure today talking about the mindset of the business owner it's really you know if you believe you can if you believe you can't then you're probably right it is a, a real scenario right now there is a lot of change going on in the world there's a lot of unpredictability um and i think you know from a real high level point of view it's down to us to find find those opportunities um not get caught up in the media um and i think a you know, a, a recession is a, a very negative word that gets used by by many many people, and and sometimes it can affect businesses. Um, but I think for MSPs, um, I think it's I think it's a great opportunity for MSPs to be able to ride on the back of the pandemic. Everybody's technical expert bringing in the need for technical solutions and efficiencies. I think there's a great opportunity, but we've got to, we've got a we've got to plan our way through it. We've got to we've got to do it
2: strategically. Hmm. It's. The thing we have to remember with being an MSP and, and why we, we we niched into the MSP space, you know, some years ago, is that it's an amazing business model and it's in an amazing sector that is mm. always evolving and developing, you know, faster than many can keep up with. You know, it's the bleeding edge of technology and that comes with, you know, um, can we keep up? And that's that's a different question. But I think when it comes to recession, we have to remember what an opportunity we've got as MSPs. And if you look at any distribution curve of any community or group of people or group of businesses, there's those that are at the front end leading it, growing, mm-hmm. regardless of what. There are those in the middle that are you know, doing okay. And then there's those at the bottom that are either at new entrants or they're um, struggling. And you are in control of which segment you're in. Now you can't, um, well, you can actually, you can plan to ensure that you are as um, as. As de-risked from change as possible, but I think at the bottom line is where Ian's coming from is that you are in control. Yeah, and depending on how you step into the coming year, couple of years, you know, next five-year period, will dictate the numbers and success and enjoyment that you get from the next um, the next few years.
0: Right, and and uh, I think the point that Ian made, right, about planning and strategizing, and that's something that's very important, right? You can't really sit back and say that okay, we have a great opportunity and do nothing else about it. So that that's a very key point. And I coming to the question of leadership itself, right? So let me you know ask that very simple, basic question first. Why do you say of all the things that you know uh, that we could talk about? Why do you say that leadership is the most important thing or uh <laughs> one of the key significant things that msps need to focus on our businesses business owners need to think about this when they are talking about you know uh surviving not just surviving but thriving in the uh, in the recession
1: i, I think my uh that, i yeah. mean number one that's a great question um <laughs> and i think i think for us it's you know we're working with MSPs every day, and the and I think the the um, the moment when Stuart and I feel most proud about what we do is when we rest on the the statement of you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So if we go out and we tell everybody and we share with people, you need to be a great leader. They're going to go, well, what is that? How does that impact me? What does that mean to me? I don't understand it. Is leadership a thing? What's what's it all about? But when we actually really get into the under the hood of many of our clients and work out why communications could or how communications could be improved how you know shadow of the leader and your perception in the office can be improved the fact that they're really busy being busy because they don't want to delegate then mm-hmm. when we actually scratch the surface and dig really deep it comes back to being a great parent actually to be quite frank you know if you're a if you're a mum or a dad you're a leader you know and if you're running a business you're a leader whether you like it or not and people will follow you people will act like you people will believe in what you believe in people will also you know disagree with what you disagree in and this is why you know Stuart and I absolutely one of one of the key I think pieces of glue sticky tape whatever you want to call it that got us together was about our love for leadership and the impact that we can have on any business when we just focus on a couple of the fundamentals and a couple of the a couple of the basic rules that can help these businesses particularly MSPs run more efficiently you get more confidence you get more time you get less stress um, just by following a couple of the things. So it really boils for me, it boils down to, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And when you start to learn some of these these things, it can be really, really powerful and, and change people's lives as well.
2: And the way to think about this, and, and as we work together, we realize that it's there's three core elements. And we call it the leadership triangle. And when and in the context of stepping into what could be a recession, um, is there's personal leadership, there's team leadership, and then there's strategic leadership. And as Ian was saying, it starts with you as the business owner, you are a leader, whether you like it or not. So it's, you know, we have to start with that element of personal leadership is how you show up, how you show up mentally, how you show up physically, behaviorally, what you focus on as an individual. You've then got the team element of how you. Um, align the team to how you need the business uh, to show right. up, where it focuses, what you expect from the team. You know, that's all vision, values, and, and um, culture. Uh, and that that becomes even more important. The bigger you get, the smaller you are, you can hold it together through sheer personality. And then you're moving into strategic leadership, which, which if you don't structure the business the right way, you are not going to have the time to be strategic, to be able to think ahead and you just turn up every day and deal with what's in front of you. And so leadership underpins because it's the way you think. And Ian and I have this mm-hmm. phrase that um, your business and your MSP um, will grow to the size of your thinking. And so if your thinking is small and just day to day and reactionary, your business will be small and reactionary. And and when we think about the context of recession, therefore you are if you're just showing up every day. And reacting to what's happening and you're listening to the news and the headlines yeah. and you're buying into it you're going oh inflation's going up oh dear i'm i'm going to struggle i'm going to lose clients well are you are you really so what can you do to mitigate that are the headlines true for you are the headlines true for your sector are the headlines true for your your client base really big important questions
1: and, I, and you know not to not to coin too many cliches but you know where you know we are In a position where if you if you always do what you've always done, then you're always going to get what you've always got. So now's time for change in business in the world economy. So now is a good time for people not necessarily to change, but to reflect and review and have a look back at, you know, if we are going to become recession proof and an MSP that is recession proof, number one, what does that mean? You know, kind of where are we today? Where do we want to be? And and what are the things that are going to affect us? So, you know, throughout everything that Stuart's just talked about, about the leadership triangle, it's about having time. And this is one of the things when our clients come into the boardroom here at the at the Growth Hub, um, we help them find time to sit back and look strategically. Because while you're bogged down in the day-to-day tickets and bogged down in the day-to-day escalations and all the stuff that goes on as an MSP owner then um you're not going to get that time to help you grow and think and now's that now's the time to find the time there you go
0: right and that's that's a re- very important point right and this is something that keeps coming up in a number of conversations that i have with MSPs with experts about how, you know, it's not just, you you shouldn't be just working in the business, right? You need to be working on the business. And for that, you do need that time. And that's the most important resource that you have in your hands, right? Time and making that time. But I also wanted to understand, um, you know, uh, Stuart, you were talking about the, you know, personal leadership, um, you know, team leadership and strategic leadership. I wanted, both of you to speak a little bit more about each of this, right? When you're talking about personal leadership and that's a point that uh, that you have made, um, uh, Stuart and Ian, before about how, you know, you need to first focus on yourself. You need to become a good leader for yourself first before you can do anything else, yeah. right? So if you could uh, expound or uh, expand a little bit about uh, each of those.
2: Sure, sure. Well, I think the personal leadership bit, boils down to understanding you and the reason we've developed the programs that we've developed and do what we do is that we've recognized that actually you as the individual me as the individual are responsible for my results in life whatever it is you know who who i have personal relationships with um how my business looks where i live my health everything and um, a lot of it around the, the scaling up and the survival in a, in a changing economic environment is how confident am I? How confident mm-hmm. am I in mm-hmm. the people that I've got, the clients that I've got? How confident am I to spend you know, the reserves, the, you know, the, fi- the the money that we've got in the business in new things? And the thing that keeps 90, 96% of MSPs under that million pound million dollar mark is their confidence to invest in the things they need to take it from a business that's run by them where they're in the business to the point where it begins to scale and it works and functions not because of them, but because of the decisions they make and the people they employ and the strategies Mm -hmm. they deploy. And I think that boils down to our confidence in being able to step into the opportunities that are in front of us, instead of just going, I'll just keep busy doing what I'm doing because it's my comfort zone. And there's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, cliches and a lot of conversation around all of these kind of buzzwords. Mm. But it, when you boil it down to, we are the architect of our, our, our results. And what we choose to do or not do shows up in our numbers. And we talk a lot about the headline numbers in our MSPs and their numbers will change based on the decisions they do or don't make. So if they hang hang back from taking on those couple of new engineers, their business grows more slowly because they're still on the help desk. They're still doing project work. If they delay getting under the hood of their PSA effectively, and they can't get the numbers out because it's still just an expensive ticketing machine, yeah. then... They don't have the data available to understand the profitability of their business or their clients or the efficiency of their staff to, again, make better decisions, put their prices up, fire some clients, um, mm. engage more proactively in the, in the account management to, to cross-sell and upsell additional products to add more value. So we are the personal leadership piece is the fact that we are the architect of ultimately our results. That then leads into, and I'll let Ian talk about the team leadership side, that leads into, because of our personal leadership, what we do with the team and our team leadership.
1: Yeah, and then, and then thanks for that, Stuart. And, with, and then with the with the team side of things, it's, you know, many MSPs start off as a one or two-man band, and then all of a sudden the structure just grows, but it grows very, very flat because the owner wants to be in control and because they don't know, they don't understand at that point. They don't kind of have that vision at the point that they're going to grow into this big business where they're going to have different departments. And then we need to have senior people to create a leveraged structure, because without a leveraged structure, you know, when you look at some of our multi seven figure MSPs, they've got 20, 30 people, they can have five or six different teams or different disciplines, and they're not going to be able to manage it all because they, you just just can't, it's just too busy. And, the first, you know, we work with with MSPs from kind of 250K all the way up to just under 5 million. And there's three distinct different types of businesses within MSPs within there. And the one I just want to talk a little bit about the team is around what we call the momentum in the middle between 750 and 1.5 million. Yeah. Yeah. This is really powerful because at this stage, you'll have some senior people who are helping you out, but they're not an established team they might not be in it for the for the long run but it's the the key to any msp getting through the million pound barrier is having that team that are aligned with you who are experienced in what they're doing so that they can um educate and they can bring the culture through and live the values and to help the rest of the teams you know help the rest of the technical teams drive forwards together through that seven figure barrier and then stay through it with a great team and it's really important at this stage, we we talk about things like employee engagement, linking the vision, value and missions and using them on a weekly basis. We have conversations every week with our clients about how to bring the values alive and how they can help their teams achieve more, how they can help their clients get better results um, and all of that kind of great stuff. And it's how we approach this breaking through that, you know, that, that seven figure barrier is getting your management team into a leadership team, which are two completely different things, and how that we we can then kind of supercharge um all of this newfound knowledge with the confidence, with the time that you've got to help you, you know, build that multi-seven figure business that 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 many want. Mm.
2: And the reason that this is a triangle and it's a it's an ascension model is that once you get the team leadership in place, whether it's just you and three or four others, but you're starting to, rather than be one of the team, you're leading that team, you start mm-hmm. to get the leverage. And when you get the leverage, you start to get the time. And you you spoke at the beginning that this time to be able to work on and we were heard working on and working in the business. But as we start to get leverage through structure and leading the team appropriately and having the confidence to invest in the next team member that gives us leverage if we delegate appropriately that then allows us to be more strategic and that allows us then to think further ahead so that we're not now starting to react and once we get leverage it's like using a you know a crowbar rather than lifting your hands to lift something up you can move huge rocks whereas on your on your own with just your bare hands you can only lift you know small stones and that's the difference and why leadership is such an important lever to allowing you then to um trans transform the various elements of your business to deliver the vision and the vision that you have for your business whether it's to you know be international national or regional or local business right does that make sense it's very very exciting but when you when it can be overwhelming, can't it? Yeah, it that's, can be overwhelming, overwhelming. Where do I start? Because yeah. yeah. leadership is yeah. such an ephemeral thing. Yeah. But yes. once you get your head around it, and that then leads into sort of the sort of two or three key points, I think for preparing for the recession uh, yes. that we'll go on to in a moment.
0: Yes, I, and I also wanted to understand that um, you know when you you spoke about uh, you know the uh, the need to think about. Your business strategically and, you know, having that time and not looking, uh, not doing only superficial work and all of those points. But I also want to understand, you know, when when you talk to MSPs, when you work with MSPs, what do you see uh, or what do you see most common factor that is holding them back from being that great leader? What is it that really uh, holds back MSPs?
1: I know the answer is this one. You, you you? (laughs) I think we can come up with the same same one. (laughs) It's confidence. It's their confidence. They don't believe they can do it, or they don't know how to 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 step up and to have difficult conversations potentially with their team about when they might be doing something wrong. And it's all it's all about belief. To be quite honest with you, it's you know, if you believe the recession is going to affect you negatively, it will. If you believe the recession is going to be a positive outcome for you, it will. And you know we get we have clients come in here, we bring them in for a growth planning session, which normally just absolutely takes the roof off. But we go super, super wide for three years and then we boil it all the way down to a 16-week plan. And the reason we do that is because we want to talk about everything that they've got in their head and then bit by bit, we just strip away the bits that aren't important and you can see the relief in their faces and, and the relief in their heads as the hours go on in this session, which is quite intensive. And then at the end, we literally give them one piece of paper and say, do that and that is the bit where they the moment when they go so all this other stuff I've been doing that's been you know not serving me but taking my Mm -hmm. time I don't have to worry about that we say you do have to worry about it but not today and not next week and not the week after we're going to revisit that in six months time because Stuart and I know that using the models that we use um, they are absolutely you know um, sequential so we've got to start off with you know the vision the mission where are you going You know, as I always say, you know, you're never going to, you fly a plane, build a house or go on holiday unless you plan it. Never going to happen. So why do we think we can go and build a business without a plan? And I know planning is boring and it's not very exciting. But when you build it, break it down into the chunks that we do. And, you know, Stuart and I are are not technical. So we have this ability to just brush away all the stuff that they want to talk about technically and just talk about the fundaments of building great businesses so for me it's around that mindset it's around having having the belief and you know we've got clients now who are in their multi-years with us and they're just lighter they're more relaxed they're less stressed they're you know their families are even messaging you at christmas saying fantastic thanks very much for allowing you know my husband to be at the dinner table this year, which was quite, mm-hmm. uh, you got goosebumps talking about it now sort of thing, but that's the impact of, of getting this right. Yeah. Massive.
2: And, okay. and
0: go ahead, go ahead, Stuart.
2: Well, the, and, and and this isn't just about the smaller MSPs getting the confidence. We find that guys are coming to us and, and girls are coming to us that are, you know, 1.8, 2.6, 3.4 million and, They've got stuck because they haven't got the structure and the leverage in the business to allow them to be strategic anymore. And they've realized, you know what, I don't know what to do next. And so we with every business, building on what what Ian was saying a moment ago, there's three phases we have to take everybody through, which is stabilize. It doesn't matter if you're four million or 400,000. First of all, we have to slow you down, just like building a house, re-engineer the foundations of the business, the structure of the business. Once we've stabilized, and that can take six months or it can take 16 months, then we can strengthen. And that's when, when the shape of the business starts to take place. And as we strengthen, it starts to get fun because you can you start building muscles and you can start seeing yourself lifting, lev- you know, leveraging bigger rocks. Hmm. And then we can accelerate. You can't go from zero to 100 miles an hour immediately without having, you know, extreme pressure. And if the foundation's not right, it falls over. So by stripping it back and getting that confidence around the plan, uh, a confidence about the environment you're operating in and that, you know, the recession we're going into. And again, we have to go back and say, are we a stable business for the road ahead that currently looks like, you know, inflation, rising prices, um, you know, government, government intervention, certain sectors being influenced possibly, you know, are we fit, fit for the future? If we are, then we can confidently step into leveraging the opportunities that do exist in any recession. There are people that thrive. You know, you think back to every recession, 2008, eight, nine, in the, in the big sort of financial crisis um, globally. But, um, you know, many businesses absolutely thrive, but many also suffered. Which yeah. one do you want to be in?
0: Right. So if I'm getting this right, taking stock of your business and where you are seems like the starting point of uh, yeah. of, of this and uh, gaining that confidence.
2: Yeah.
1: 100%. 100%. Just I'm, taking that time out.
2: Yeah. And, and I, I think, you know, we liken it to, so with the recession topic that is today, it's like when you get on a plane and they say, in the event of an emergency, fit your own mask first. Mm-hmm. And it's the same yeah. with As a leader, it's like, okay, are, am I, are we as a business fit for this journey? And currently the journey looks like it does. You know, there's a recession on the horizon, possibly, um, depending on the sector you're in and the geography that you operate in. Um, Can we survive? And so fitting my own first verse is first of all, risk management. Taking stock, what are the risks in front of us that we need to be aware of? Could we survive a drop in air pressure? You know. So could we survive the loss of our biggest client, or ten yeah. percent yeah. of our revenue? What would it impact? Would it be just uncomfortable, or would it be catastrophic? And when you, and that's what we do with our bigger MSPs, is don't look at the risk register yeah. associated with their business. And you can do that whether you're small or big. What are the risks that could impact me? And then you can look at that from internal. How many clients could be at risk? Are they in a particular sector? Are we exposed to just one sector? Is it our geography that's at risk? And you can make a conclusion. Yes, no, maybe. Okay, if we are, what would be the impact if I lost 5, 10, 15, 20, or 25% of my business?
0: Right. Because you're planning, in a sense.
1: Absolutely. And you're not going to get time to do that while your head's in the help desk and your heads, you know, in, in the in the technical side of things, all of these, you know, the thing we talked about today, we talk to our clients about 10% rule. If they give us 10% of their time, then we can pretty much change their lives and everyone around them. And what we mean by 10% is if you give us 5% of your time, we'll find the other 5%, you know, because they go, well, oh, I'm really busy and I can't do this. But it, it's around finding that time, being, getting into a, a healthy routine, getting into, um, you know, good discipline in what's right and what's wrong, but using your team below you to leverage and stop doing so much stuff. Because I bet you, if you're listening to this now and you're in a, and you're an MSP, you're always you you will be saying, "Yeah, but it's just as easy for me to do that. Oh, it's just as quick for me to do that." Well, it isn't because that's not how you're going to scale and grow. Um, how you're going to scale and grow is by giving it to someone else who can then do it to eighty to ninety percent, and then you just finish off with a ten percent. Because how many more tasks could you complete if you were just doing the ten percent rather than all the you know the eighties and nineties percent? So, you know, it is it is our own heads and our own minds that get in this get in the way, unfortunately. And um, but it's you know, the truth is out there, the the, the you know, and the success is out there, and the opportunities are out there now with uh, you know with this recession or whatever you want to call it. Mm.
0: Right, and and then that's also very uh, you know it. it when, I, when you were talking about this, I was just remembering this conversation I had with one of our uh, clients recently, one of our customers recently, and he was talking about how, you know, after he uh, onboarded to SuperOps, he had a lot of time because a lot of the uh, work that he was doing was automated and then mm-hmm. he started taking a look at you know what are the yeah. things he can sort out what are the things so he had those conversations with his clients and he started seeing new business coming in through that and that's that's the entire point right again finding the ways to get that time taking that time out to assess where you are as a business what are you spending your time on what is your team spending time on so i wanted to understand that as well so we we have been talking about you know, finding the time, right? And yeah. uh, apart from coming and talking to you, what can MSPs do to figure out? You know, how how do they get that time?
2: I think it reflects back to what we said a moment ago. You know, if you take the time out to plan and say, well, actually, how am I showing up? Where am I spending my time? Where am I? Where are my team? And one of the simplest things might be. How do I get my PSA to work more effectively for me? Instead of just being ticketing and it costs me a lot of money to be a ticketing, how can I get it to give me data to help me make better decisions? That all goes back to how we are as a business owner. We might not be very comfortable with data. Um, we might not be comfortable, you know, so being able to find that time to say, right, I'm going to work on my PSA first of all, that's the stabilization phase because it doesn't feel very exciting, doesn't it? Or oh, I'm going to get my systems working better. But actually... That then gives you the time or the data to make better decisions. It depends on the size you are. But I think, you know, having having fitted your own mask first and looked at the risks ahead um, and decided where you're going to spend your time, you can then decide to play chess. We want to be chess masters rather than reacting to the to the next thing that happens. We want to be able to think, do you know what? I'm going to go deep on my marketing over the next two years. Because we need to, we've got this, we've got this foothold in healthcare, or in the US, or in the UK. However, you 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 show up in your marketplace, and make the decision to confidently play sort of eight or nine steps ahead of anybody else that's literally waiting for business to turn. You know, knock on their door, and when you're subject to referrals, you don't have control of um, of the growth of your business. So, I think this whole thing about time and how you make time time is first of all you have to decide um i have got to well let's start from the beginning we are all in control of how much time we have so if you think about the last time you were ill you had to take time off you were forced to so actually if you forced to take one day a month off to work on your business or half a day a week you know that's only three hours four hours you know half a day to work on particular important projects whether it be implementing your psa more effectively um sitting down and having team meetings and like you know checking on the performance of your people spending time working on your marketing or with a marketing agency or a marketing in internal marketing person they are the things that are going to over time show up different results in your business so i think again it comes down to you the the, the thing about finding time is down to you making the decision I'm going to do things differently in find time and if you have to go out and work with somebody like us or join a um, a peer group or get a um work with your business partner and say guys we, you know we're gonna we're gonna go off site every Wednesday morning or every Wednesday afternoon it doesn't matter what it is it's 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 you taking control of your time to use it differently and make different decisions and, and I think to add to to add to that it's it's taking ex- exactly
1: what Stuart said but with one you know objective outcome in mind thing at a time don't come up with lots of different things that you want to try and hit all at once because you'll do the ones that are going to give you the endorphin rust and going to hit the you, hit your to-do list but if you want to go and find out why your sales and marketing isn't working or how to improve the profitability of your customers or how to you know create the amazing vision and mission and values go out to the community Stuart said there's, there's so many different things that are. you've got the tech tribe you've got CompTIA you've got millions of people all over LinkedIn all of them in the channel are massive givers and if you ask them the question then they ask the universe the question then the answer is going to come back but if you don't ask the question you know specifically enough and you know absolutely laser pointed then you're going to be you're going to be coming back with lots of different things and it, i think for me it's around asking you know fixing one thing at a time looking at what 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 order things are um, that you need to you need to fix getting the right help getting the right support from people in the channel um you know and go in search of whatever challenges you've got around marketing or leadership or your kpis or or whatever area it is that you need to fix first
0: and like you said, it, it, it in a way it's almost like a chicken and egg situation. Yeah. Where you know, do you have the time to do this? You need to take that time out, but do you have the time? So it's it's about like like Stuart you were saying that taking that step back and deciding mm-hmm. that yes, this is important. And like you said, if if you are ill, you do take that time off, right? So why why wait till your business falls ill to take time off to fix yes. it? You become proactive, right? That's that's, yeah, absolutely. that's a very important point. Yes.
2: Absolutely. And, and because if we bring it back to this whole topic of this superpod around recession and uh, first of all, are you know, are we as a business fitting our own masks, stepping into a recession or at risk of being impacted by whatever's going on out there? The thing, the opposite side of it and, and managing, looking at the risks, the opposite side of it is what are the opportunities? And so by having the time that we've just talked about, which is down to us to decide you know, where we spend our time. Um, and how we find help to find that time or help to find what we focus on. It's actually, uh, and there's some great books, um, I can't remember, it's like, you know, when do you stop panning for gold? Mm. And, it, you know, is that piece of gold just the other side of that piece of rock? Um, but if you give up now, you, you know, you walk away with nothing. And the more you know about your strengths and your focus and, your, and how you show up in the business, so your foundational strength, the more you can make that decision to go spearfishing in a barrel, as opposed to spearfishing in the ocean where it's really hard to find fish. So in the context of the recession, there is the risk management side of things, and we are in control of taking the time to find the time to step back and think, mm, okay, could 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 we be at risk? But we have to take personal responsibility for recognising that we t- need to take some time out, and we're in control of being able to take the time out, that we can go out and reach out for help to help us think about our business and plan for our business um, on any subject. We can even Google it and it'll give us the clues, but we have to do something with it. But the amazing thing that we have got in front of us is the opportunity to focus on the, well, to focus on the opportunities that that exist in the context of the recession that's going on because your business represents a certain thing in the marketplace. (laughs) Whether it's a niche, a geography, a type of um, service level, whether you're security orientated or more managed services orientated, doesn't really matter. But if you've got some momentum in some certain areas, it's like, right, we can make decisions to go deep on those and invest our marketing or hire additional people to go deeper into the service provision in that area or to take on account managers to allow you to get around your clients more effective and apply, you know, deeper VCIO services, um, look at your pricing, look at your um, penetration of services so that you can protect and, and and work with your clients at a deeper level that is a win-win for them. They have a more efficient, more effective, more secure business, and you have a more efficient and, and business, a more secure business because your clients are secure, and a more profitable one. It's a win-win all the way around. So recession doesn't have to be just being on the back foot. It's the opportunity to say, hey, depending on am I swimming around in an ocean just looking for a random fish to, to to hunt, or or are all of my opportunities in this barrel? And I can literally pull them out hand by hand. And that's that's when you've got a great business because you can reach in and reach out and pull out opportunities. Um, with ease or it looks like it's with ease from others looking in whereas other businesses that don't have that focus and strength and stability and confidence um, are just um, swimming around hoping that they stumble into an opportunity and that's when they get caught out in a recession because you're not you're you're, you just get well to keep the 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 fish analogy going a shark comes along Called a recession and gobbles you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's about being prepared, right? It's about taking that time out to be prepared,
2: so that you have the choice to be proactive or protect yourself.
0: Mm. If you are at
2: risk, you might decide to scale back. You might cut cost um, because you actually realise that you've got some weaknesses that you need to prepare for. You know, you see many um, brands. You know, th- think at the moment. I think it was Google. They've laid off twelve thousand globally. Um, all of the Facebook have done the same all the big tech companies have had their day you know during the last decade they're hunkering down as they go through this high price rise you know um, recessionary um, times for them ready to come back and reinvent themselves going forward that's exactly what they're doing right now
0: to fight another day basically yes absolutely right so if if, uh, you know if you could uh, both to sum it up, right? When you look at an MSP leader, uh, an MSP business owner, what would you say uh, makes or what would you say are the characteristics of a great MSP leader?
1: What a great question. Um, I would say number one would be to be a really good listener. Um, As my mum told me, bless her, you know, you've got two ears, one mouth, use them in that proportion. I'm not quite sure I ever managed to to, to master that one mum but we'll we'll keep working on it but yes yeah, be a great listener and and listen to things around you but also you know don't just hear stuff just listen to it in, you know in depth in, if people are not happy or your clients are not happy or you know what's going on outside in the in the business world be a be a great listener I would say would be the key thing um, admit when you're wrong when something doesn't quite go right you know don't you don't have to go and um bleed your heart out but at least being vulnerable i think is a great quality for for a really good um leader these days um and i think you know the the final thing for me would be around just sharing the vision and the direction and where the business is going um embrace um uh, embrace the change um communicate with your with your team and just you know let them know that we're in this together and and this is what it's going to feel and look like you know really that would that, be the things for me
2: mm. And the final piece on top of it is the whole theme of I think of what we've been talking about here is value slowing down, value stopping for half a day or a day regularly and taking stock, taking stock. Have yeah. we had a good week? Have we had a good month? Have we had a good quarter? How would we make the next month you know, better or similar? depending on what's going on. And it's that slowing down, that personal responsibility to understand where we are, You know, to get the compass out and work out our bearings. Are we on the trajectory that we choose to be on, that we want to be on, or are we on another trajectory that we don't want to be on that could take us in a different direction? If we are, what are we gonna do about it? And taking that time to stop, check in, recalibrate and start again, link to listening to what's going on in the marketplace, listening to what's going on with your team, uh, they are absolutely transformational mm. skills as a leader of an MSP in uncertain times.
0: Brilliant. And what what a great uh, point to end this um, you know, conversation with, I think, you know, taking time out, taking stock, listening to not just the people around you, but the uh, environment, the circumstances and taking those decisions accordingly i think that those those are hallmarks of a great leader in any industry and especially in the msp space this is something that you know every msp business owner needs to aspire for thank you so much ian and Stuart. thank you so much for this great conversation i hope to see you more often on superpod and really soon My no problem
2: very welcome it's been great fun thank you so much for having us been a pleasure thanks again